Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show, people. I hope you're having a good weekend. I know this episode is coming out extremely late. I'm switching it up again. I'm sorry. The weekend episodes are going to come out at 5 p.m. sharp, okay? Well, if you're in the central standard time zone, it's going to be coming out at 5 p.m., all right? If you're on the East Coast, it is going to be 6 p.m., And if you're on the West Coast, it is going to be, what is it, 3? 3 p.m., okay? But welcome back to another beautiful episode on the Rainy Day Horror Show. I am your host. I am the coolest guy ever, Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. the Certified Cougar Hunter and the man I had a burp with the biggest set of testicles on this planet. And on today's episode, it is Creepy Encounters. Round of applause, round of applause, okay? So I got two stories coming at you. One, kind of a little short, short medium length. And then the other one is like medium long. So it's going to be, you know, a good 15 minutes, 20 minutes that we're going to be doing this, all right? So just sit back, relax, all right? And let's get on with some creepy, creepy encounters, all right? So this first story comes from the subreddit, Let's Not Meet, with the user being Firecoin. And the name of this creepy encounter is this woman on the train. Now, it is... He is from a different country, and I don't think English is his first language, so just bear with me. The reading's going to be a little rough, but it's going to be okay, because it is fucking creepy, alright? This happened last week, and while she didn't seem malicious, the things she said were creepy. I, 19 male, was going home from university... And to get home, I have to use the train. As I got on, a lot of seats were occupied. In my country, the seats are put in a way so that four people can talk and sit in front of each other. And they are kind of close. Perfect for talking. Even with strangers, sadly. I see that there is a free space in front of this girl, who is maybe one or two years younger than me, but I don't really know. I go there and I ask her if I can sit down. Of course, she replied and looked at me in a strange, intense way. I pulled out my phone to distract myself from her. She also had chocolate in her hand. That's going to be important for later. She asked me, where do you live? And I was like, why do you have to know? So she asked when I'm going to get off the train. I told her the place and she told me that she's getting off on the next one. She started singing, then said, oh, sometimes I sing. I'm a silly girl. And then, did it again. Whenever she said something, she looked at me like she was waiting for a response. 
So I replied, it's okay to be silly because I just didn't want to talk to her. Then she told me that you're pretty. And when I said what, she asked if she's pretty. In my language, the second one is an extension of the first. And no, I am not going to try and say that because it is extremely difficult. I don't even know how to say it. Okay, I don't know what language it is. It's just, I, I'm not even going to attempt it. Okay, so I apologize. All right. So it seemed like she corrected herself. Then she asked if she had chocolate on her face. She did. I also got the chocolate offered from her to me, but I declined. She also told me about her piercing that came off, and she put it in the middle of the train. I told her that she should get it fixed where she got it, and she said, In Germany, will you go with me? But obviously, I told her no. While she tried to put on her, whoa, hold on. While she tried to put her piercing back on, holy fuck, I can't read this one sentence. It's difficult. While she tried to put on her piercing back in, in parentheses, her mouth piercing, she told me that she was in love with me. I told her that I have a girlfriend, in parentheses. I don't, but the university I attend has more pretty girls than her. Okay, you're just a dick, asshole. And that, in, well, and that the pacing is too, too fast for me. And she told me that she will beat my girlfriend. And she said to me, her, I love you, started escalating into... I'll kidnap you and strip for me. She asked me if I'll go with her and if she could go with me home. Then, when the train arrived at my destination, she asked me, Are you going, love? I told her yes and went on my way. Luckily, she didn't follow me home. She also asked me, when we're going to meet again. Hopefully, never. That is why I hate taking the bus to like places. No, just no. No, thank you, because I do not want to, I hate, uh, no. I don't want to ever be put in a situation like this, because that is so fucking weird, right? Maybe she had a little bit of mental health, maybe she was a crackhead, who knows, all right? But still, I hate public transportation and I'm never ever going to take it. I would rather Uber everywhere than try and take a bus or a train somewhere. Fuck that. That would not be fun. Alright. Our second story comes from the subreddit Creepy Encounters with the user being just Tanny. And the name of this story is Still Don't Know Why I Wasn't Scared. I just want to give you guys a heads up. This one is fucking weird. Okay. When I was seven, my parents and I were living in a basement apartment in the Bronx. 
the way the apartment was set up had my mother and my father's room at the end of a short hall, then the bathroom in the middle and my room on the other end. If you don't know anything about basement apartments, just know that it does not take much effort to enter through a window. One very early morning, possibly around 7 or 8, I was woken up by a very sharp, hard pain in my butt cheek. I got up thinking that our cat had gotten into my room and had bit me as she used to nip hard and attack at whatever she felt like, in parentheses, toes included. Nobody's toes were safe from this cat. I jumped up looking for her only to see a grown-ass man sitting on my bed. I remember being upset and asking him why did he pinch me, to which he hushed me and said something about him being thirsty. Girl, I would have beat the living fucker. I would have drop-kicked him. I would have stone-cold stunnered him. I would have fucked him up. Nobody messes with me and my goddamn sleep, right? I will fuck somebody up if that ever happened to me. And just for being in the house, bro, game over. Game over. I remember pulling down my nightgown to cover my butt and asking him if he wanted juice or water. I wasn't scared at all. More surprised and mad that this man pinched my butt hard. He said that he wanted juice, so I left my room, closed my door with him still sitting on my fucking bed, and walked to the kitchen to get him some juice. As I was bringing the cup back to my room, I looked at my parents' door and thought that I should wake them up, but remember... Hold on, sorry, I got a little too passionate for a second. Where was I? I looked at my parents' door and thought that I should wake them up, but can't remember why I decided against it. I ended up giving the man the cup and he drank the juice. I remember he asked me if I could help him find his friend and him telling me that he was lost. I remember that my dad had told me that I wasn't allowed to go outside without him or my mother, in parentheses, they were worried as this was a new neighborhood. We had only moved into maybe two weeks earlier. I remember being scared to go outside because I didn't want my parents to be upset with me. So I told him that I had to wake my parents up to ask. I remember he said that it would be real quick because he knew his friend was somewhere in the area and he would find him quickly. I once again said no and told him that I was not allowed to go outside without my parents. So he ended up saying that he didn't need my help anymore and that he would find them. He asked me to lock the door behind him so I walked him out and locked the front door waving goodbye. I tried to go back to sleep, but it was too late. I was awake, 
so I started watching cartoons. Well, the volume happened to be louder than expected because my mother woke up and asked me in a very angrily tone of voice, why was I up so early? I told her all about the man pinching my butt hard to which at first she didn't seem to believe me as she thought it was just a bad dream. But she lifted up my nightgown and I guess I must have had a bruise. I will never forget how she got so calm and she started smiling at me and with a very sweet voice started asking me what did he look like, what happened, and if I remember what he was wearing. I told her to which she left my room. Whoa, hold on. I told her to which she left my room for a moment coming back with my dad. She then told me to tell him everything using that same sweet voice, and I did. I didn't think I was in trouble or anything, and I thought I had made a new friend. After telling them about my new friend, they got dressed and started searching. Well, it didn't take long because he happened to be the Supers family member. I don't know. I don't know. Supers? I don't know. Sorry. I don't know what they're talking about there. When I saw him, I immediately shouted at him, Hey friend, my parents told me to go inside, which I did. Maybe an hour or so later, my parents came back with McDonald's for me, but they seemed angry. Before the end of that day, my father put a padlock on my door and told me that whatever I go to sleep to always lock my door as our kitchen windows didn't lock. That's how he got in. Sometime later, when I was 15, I found out that the guy was mentally ill and was sent away from Dominican, from the, De whoa, that's a tongue twister, holy shit, from the Dominican Republic by his family so he wouldn't get arrested for something he did out there with another little girl. Yep, but that's it. It still surprises me that I wasn't scared. Please, if you or anyone you know lives in a basement, ground level apartment, or flat, please check that all the window locks work and lock your windows up. Holy fucking shit. Creepy. Creepy. God damn, that would fucking suck. Oh, he would have, I would have murdered him. I would have murdered him wholeheartedly, just would have stabbed him, right? But that is going to be the end of today's episode, all right? Um, before I let you guys go, there's going to be a, fuck, what is it? What is it? Live show, Halloween. It's going to be there, okay? So... Be posted for that. Follow my Instagram because I'll post it on there at the Rainy Day Horror Show. And yeah, come join in. All right. It's going to be me, Gabby, and Tommy Collins from the Let's Get Freaky podcast. But that's all I really got for you guys. I got nothing going on this week. I'm just relaxing, vibing out. You know, work was a drag, but that's really it. So remember stay frosty, stay foxy, 
And most importantly, the most important thing on this planet. Stay safe, people. Alright? Stay safe, my beautiful people. And peacocks. Alright? I love y'all deuces.